When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, it's Mike Catherwood. Hey, it's Drew. Dr. Drew, the new Mike and Dr. Drew show is great, as all of them are. Yeah, this one's extra great. Particularly interesting. Big announcements, plus we talk about eels and butts. You seriously do. And hit men who fall in love. Yeah. Chinese fathers are awesome. Yeah. Dead weekend at Bernie Bitches. Yes. 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 <laughs> Quite an interesting yeah. show. And we, we get serious, too, by the way, in the, towards the end, you know? That's right, Dr. Drew. There is a serious side to you and I. And you can hear about it all on the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast only. Where, Dr. Drew? Podcast One. That's right. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast. Uh Uh-huh. A place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I am Kristen Carney, one of your hosts, along with, of course, Marnie Kinris, the excellent relationship expert and best-selling Ow. author. Yes. And, of course, the comedic <laughs> actress and writer, Haley White. Holler. Holler. Um, and we have today Nathan Staten, which is a cool name, uh, producing you. our show. Yeah. Nathan kind of, Staten. You need your own. You need, like, like you need to be higher up in the world with that. Name. I really, that's what You're I'm You're going to be up on. soon. Exactly. I'm, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. That's well, amazing. We're happy hey, to have you today. Thank you. Thank you. I am here. Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just want to say thanks to our sponsors. I mean, we've been going, this is our 21st show. I, I know. Ooh, yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. Somebody it's, wished us a happy 20th last I week. Know. And I know. Like, what are you talking about? It's like knowing, they know you're your birthday before you do, yeah. which is great. Um, so that's really cool because that means that we've had sponsors keeping us on the air. So we just want to say thanks to them, but also thank you to you guys who listen to support them because if yeah. you didn't, then they wouldn't come back to our show. So remember always to shop on Amazon through our link on the Podcast One page. Yeah, Or and even just keep downloading, even if you hate us, so that we can have our numbers up really yeah, high. Yeah, numbers is really like all that's that really yeah, what you matters. You don't have to listen. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. And also, if you guys want to keep doing good things for us, follow us on Twitter, and, and that's at Ask Women Podcast. Don't forget to do that. Um, but I'm super excited because we have... One of the band members, keyboardist, keyboardist, yes. which of course is the hottest position. Of course, my boyfriend's a keyboardist. It reminds me of like Revenge right. of the Nerds, like the keyboardist back there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. total it's Revenge of the, the Nerds. The hot one, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. The drummer is kind of like Revenge of the Nerd, but like everyone, that's to expect it. The keyboardist now is kind of like the. the he's a mysterious one. You never really know anything about him. No. Anyway, and, so where's he from, Kristen? And he's from Fits in the Tantrums, <laughs> which yes. is a great new band. If you guys haven't been listening, um, and you don't like to dance, this will make you want to dance. Oh really? It's yeah. like old school. It's it old makes school, you feel like happy, and it's kind of like I don't know. It's yeah. It's like kind of that is like a fifties vibe through it. Oh, yeah. I am so excited because yeah. okay, so it's Jer- Jeremy Rosumna who is on our show, and I I have been friends with him since I first moved to Los Angeles. And stop I, bragging. I know I've been friends with him for mm-hmm. so long, but I had no idea that his band was so cool until I started <laughs> seeing like, oh, we're gonna be on David Letterman, we're gonna be here. I'm like, they're oh, a big deal. Yeah, and, and he's, he's coming he's in the here. top of the charts. So yeah, he's coming in. He's gonna talk to us about dating like a rock star and telling us about his history with women which I think will be really interesting if you guys just want a little uh, tidbit of their music I'll quickly so to remind you of who they are you probably heard them on the radio it's 
You were out of my league. I'm like, I can't sing. Thank you. Oh, I love that song. I yeah. I'm so horrible. It's great. It's great. I did a terrible job of bastardizing. I thought that was good. I was impressed, actually. The fact that you wanted to sing on the show. Well, no, that was really embarrassing. That's typically my role. But because if I was listening to the show, I'd be like, what band is that? Because I don't know band names. Right. And I'd be like, oh, that song. Because it's on the radio a lot. It's on the radio a lot. One other thing that I wanted to mention before we get started is that um, I would love for everybody listening to pass this podcast on, share this podcast with one It's like STDs. Yes. Yeah. Spread the STDs. (laughs) But no Um, Hopefully not. It's an itch you have to scratch just because you want to listen. You're like, I need to listen. It's like that itch I want to scratch. Exactly. But you want to share it with a female in your life, a female friend, or a female that you possibly possibly want to date. Because I think it's really important, the information that we're sharing for men on this show. But it's even more important for women to hear this information, to understand men from a from a broader uh point of view and from a, a different perspective like just hearing the struggles they have or the questions that they There's have about so understanding them <laughs> there are yeah. obviously 20 shows worth so <laughs> and if you're a, a chick and you're listening to like send us your questions we want to answer them in our analyze this segment so if you have something and you haven't been hearing women's questions we want to answer that too so make sure to send that to sure. ask at ask women podcast yeah yeah, so before we started the show, uh, Nathan Staden was telling us about his history with women. He said that he grew up with women and then segued into, oh, yes, and my mother worked at Hooters. And we were like, no, save it for the show. We want to hear about and it on my air. aunt. And said. my aunt. Yeah, so tell like, I just want to ask, does that, does that mean you had a bad childhood? Like, this is had an like, amazing childhood. And you had free wings I, for life, yeah, right? I loved Hooters when I was younger. We went every time That's we great. went to Florida. I wasn't allowed to go to Hooters. And t- I mean, I wasn't not allowed, but like, we never, it was like, no, 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 we're not going to Hooters. Like, it was always like something that was so foreign to me. And I was so excited my first time I went in college because it was something like growing up as like a super Christian. It's like, you would never go there. But I went and I was like, God damn, it was the best wings I've had in a long time. Yeah. It's all good. And cleavage. So. I think, yeah, being raised around Daisy Dukes and bikini tops is a good thing. Well, because you're not psyched <laughs> out by it now. That's the thing. If you grow up around beautiful women, they're not really that intimidating. Well, actually, I'm not going to speak for you, but... I was going to say, I don't know if that would be all, all the way <laughs> But, yeah, it, I don't know. Where I'm are you from? Kentucky. Oh. Kentucky. For some reason, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, really? And I'm not like saying that in an insulting way, but I kind of am. Having like a lot of women working at Hooters just seems very Kentucky family. Like you wouldn't be like from like Beverly Hills. You're like, oh yeah, my aunt or Hooters, like, like grandma. <laughs> yeah, there were some go getters. How did you? How did you end up in LA from Kentucky? Uh, I wanted something to do with my life. Right, exactly. So I got out of there and yeah. came out here. And yeah. here I am. That's cool. Wonderful. Yeah. Have you worked there since? Have you gone back? I mean, I go back, you know, to see family and stuff, but I don't go back yeah. to, like, go back. I'm at Hooters. Would you ever pursue <laughs> a cook? No, seriously. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a cook because, like, I thought those guys were so cool. Yeah. They were like, but then I grew up and was like, I don't want to do And you realize they were, like, community college dropouts. Exactly. Yeah. sweating all no, the time. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, t- you were t- also saying that you have had a girlfriend for two years. Yes. Right? Well, it will be two years. And, yeah. Will be two years. Yeah. Well, so what? what is your history with women? Have you always been good around women? I'd say, or, yeah. Well, I don't know. No, I had a little phase where I was running around and having my fun. But I don't think I was, like, degrading women or anything. But, I mean, I had a few, you know, flings and things like that. But I don't know. I, I'm not a pussy chaser. I just go, and if I, I, I like that. a girl, then I'm going to pursue I love that there was air quotes, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. There were air quotes, you guys missed. That, you know, but I don't know. I don't go out like a lot of guys go out for that one sole purpose. i got to get laid tonight. 
I don't know. It's never I think hit that me. I just go out for the sole purpose, like go back and like lay down that night. <laughs> like I got <laughs> to lay down tonight. Yeah. I'm tired. But that, I think that that's works. better for you because when you go out with the intention of just chilling out with your friends, it's like you're able to kind of like just have a good time. and You're not there just to. It'll, if it happens, laid. it happens. Right, and there's yeah. also that there's that sense of no desperation when you're in that mindset, you know, yeah. which always looks attractive. I, well, yeah, I guess. I think that's important. Did you ever have difficulty with women, with approaching them or getting yeah, a woman I mean, you no, I don't. I'm not the guy that's just to be like, bam, I'm going to go get her right now. Um, it's more... Even with that name? No. <laughs> My name's Nathan State. Nathan you might want to come home with me tonight. Like, I can picture women just pouncing on him after he says that. <laughs> Well, there, no one's pouncing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We we're, gonna, we're all going to pounce. We're, 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 we're mentally pouncing. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say I was. It was difficult, but it wasn't easy. I, I'm just easy breezy kind of. If it comes, it comes, and if it doesn't, well, I'll go on. To Did you ever see men like hitting on your mom or your aunt? Yeah. What was that like? Um, that, well, my mom, I, my mom is attractive. So like yeah. in school, I always got that. Oh, I want to do your mom and all that kind of shit. Really? That'd be weird growing up with a mom like that. Oh yeah, yeah. my you mom's know? hot, but I never had people like saying innocent that. hot. Maybe I'm a girl. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I think he was still no. Like, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Actually, I always I don't know. I it would be weird, but then like the parent teacher conferences would all come around, and I would see other parents. And, and she'd like, be like, "Oh, they're so really glad ugly." That people are all about my mom because <laughs> yeah. now these are beast right of the southern wild. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Kentucky. Kentucky. Right. That's <laughs> when I condone hunting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's when you're okay with it. Look at Steve uh, Austin. <laughs> exactly. I wanted to tell a story about one of my uh, most recent clients. So I would say maybe two and a half months ago, I had a consult with this guy, and he was talking to me, telling me about what his troubles were with women, and then he said to me, I have to tell you something. I have uh, been recently diagnosed with Asperger's. And so before I go into the full explanation... <laughs> and you I know. Yeah. <laughs> before I go into the full explanation of the story, I want to just say, like, as a disclaimer, I am not... Uh, making fun or putting down Asperger's at all but in this I situation. Chris and Mike, <laughs> which I don't think is 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 good, but that's her own thing. Um, but I, I think I have mild Asperger's. Do you? Mm-hmm. Why? Really? I don't even know what Asperger's is. I don't either. I just know I'm signed, it's kind of awkward, so right. I just assume yeah, there's like a it. hint of it. There's a hint of it. And sometimes I have a hard time looking at people in the eyes. That's when I got Well, that paranoid. is actually one of the signs Sometimes of I'll like look at someone in the eyes, and then I'll realize we're looking at each other in the eyes, and Too then long. I'll get a really weird vibe happening. <laughs> And I'm like, I definitely have Asperger's. No, you don't. And my friend wrote to me, I wrote her an email, and she just responded back, Asperger's. Because I'm just, sometimes I'm weird. Because you were disconnected, and and okay. Maybe that makes complete sense. (laughs) But so anyway, back to this story. So I was working with this guy, and I took in the information that he had been recently diagnosed with Asperger's. After our consult, I got off the phone, and I said to myself, like, that guy does not have Asperger's. I've worked with tons of people who have Asperger's. So uh, not that I am, like, a doctor or have, like, tons of experience with people with Asperger's, but when I was done with him. I was like, this guy does not have Asperger's. So we do one coaching session. And again, I'm thinking this guy doesn't have Asperger's. There's no way he's so connected. He understands things full circle. He's empathetic. He can see things from other people's point of view. Um, the way that he was communicating with me was just so self-aware as well. And I, and it's again, may not be signs, um, of Asperger's, not a doctor, but so then he called back the second coaching session that we had. And halfway through, I was like, I'm so sorry to say this, but I, I, I don't, think you have Asperger's. What level of Asperger's do you have? Like, what doctor did you go see? And he said, well, you know, I've never actually been tested. I went in recently um, to a doctor, so now I'm going to do tests next week for Asperger's, but I've never actually been diagnosed by a doctor. I kind of just diagnosed myself thinking I had this problem. He's like me. (laughs) 
Exactly. No, he yeah. is always going to lead you to the worst thing possible. Yeah, <laughs> right. oh, exactly, for sure. And I'll so, tell you just what it is. He's like slightly neurotic and self-conscious. I don't think he has Asperger's. Well, that's actually one of the things that he did say. He's a little bit anxious. And so I said, what's the reason that you thought that you had Asperger's? And he said, well, my ex There's a burger on my ass. <laughs> my ex-fiance oh my broke up with me and said, you can't read my subtle cues and you don't understand me. That's just him being a man. Uh, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. I'm I like must that. Have exactly. <laughs> I'm. But, that, but that's the thing. Like that. It just to paint a picture of how frustrating it is for a lot of men out there not to be able to understand the opposite sex. And like, where it makes me feel even better about what we're doing. Hopefully, explaining yes. the other side to them. But I, I was when he told me that I was like, oh my god, you do not have Asperger's. Please go get tested for sure. And so I just got an email from him saying that he does not have Asperger's. <laughs> he got tested by two doctors. Um, he has a little bit of an anxiety disorder. I see that. See, but, but the problem is, is like men don't realize that they just kind of see things black and white and women see all the shades of gray. I told you this before. Yes. I'm yes. obsessed see, with this book, The Female Brain. It talks yes. all about that. And we see like they it, like shades. If you put a shade of red on the screen, a man will see like one shade or uh -huh. two shades and we that's see seven. Yeah. So it, it, that's exactly it. So it's like just because we have to kind of, you know, break it down for you more doesn't mean that you are actually... Retarded. Right. <laughs> That's not the same thing as Asperger's. It means you're you perfectly know. normal yeah, in exactly. what you're supposed to be normal. You're a dude. It is yeah. a hard topic. I will say, talking about Asperger's, and also we are, you know, we're not board comedic certified. as well. Yes. So just know that anything we're saying is hope, is, is, is not to be insulting at all. We are completely aware of, of Asperger's. But and you're that. not dumb. You're just a man. No, I'm yeah, kidding. No, but, it's, but that's the whole thing. It's like we are p different people than you. Men and women are very different, even though we're both humans and we we think we're all the same. Even me and Kristen are different, and me and Haley are different, and we're both, all three of us are women. We think differently. We all think differently in our minds. So because you can't understand somebody, the things to do are ask questions, be inquisitive, communicate. That's the way to understand the other person. I, like, yeah. I feel like they should change the name of the book from, like, men are from Mars and women are from Venus from, like, men have Asperger's and women don't kind don't. of thing. Like, it's just... <laughs> That's a better way to describe it, because I think women, and I'm not like a man hater at all, but so many people hating us. Oh my this god! Episode. I don't know. I Honestly, know. I just know. erase everything we just said right now. So horribly inappropriate. But and hopefully, but, but I also, was not. Don't let someone else diagnose you just because you're not totally on board with what they're saying, or you don't understand it. Don't let them determine your condition. Like, yeah. seek help or figure it out. This guy, Absolutely. poor guy, could have gone through life for his whole life thinking he had yeah. Asperger's, but and I really I, couldn't figure it out. That's the thing. But I also thought that that was super. It's Sweet, very telling. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very telling that he wanted to figure out why he couldn't communicate. Yeah. But that also so shows you the guys that I, I work with. Like, I work with hundreds of thousands of men all over the world. And, and like, a lot of the times um, when I tell people what they what I do, like, when I was trying to pitch a reality show, they're like, what kind of losers do you work with? I'm like, absolutely no losers. I work with the best men in the entire world who come to me for assistance, who are proactive, and who are confident enough to ask for help. It's really attractive to ask for help. It's the same if a guy refuses to ask for directions. Yeah. If you have the balls to ask for directions, it's very attractive because you can be vulnerable. Absolutely. And that's what this is. Yeah. And yeah. they want to change things that aren't working or at least enhance something that's working right now, but they want it to work better. And that is a very attractive attribute, characteristic, whatever Take you want to call it. Ab absolutely. So that was my story that I wanted to share because I thought it was really entertaining. I didn't want to share it for a while until I had the conclusion from him saying that he didn't have Asperger's because, you know, if he did, then that would 
It wouldn't be as great of a story. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But uh, but Haley was telling us about yeah. one of your well, friends. Well, we for this chapter of the man's playbook, we have something special, and we're going to open up the X Files and talk about whether you should mention your ex to your girlfriend or boyfriend and how important that is. Wonderful. So that leads us to today's chapter <laughs> in the man's playbook. You guys got a double dose of that. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. So I wanted to talk about, this is an interesting subject, because once you start dating someone, how soon should you talk about your exes and when it's important? So the story I had was a friend came to me and basically has just been dating this girl for about two months, and she had been hurt in the past and had some someone cheat on her, so she's already kind of sensitive, and she had kind of found out that he had had like a casual coffee this was the guy who actually had Asperger's, I bet. <laughs> right. No, he does not. But he had like a coffee with one of his ex-girlfriends and it was, you know, nothing big, just kind of like catching up. They're still kind of on like, you know, friendly terms, but they're not really friends at all. And she found out and she got really upset. So I was curious, like, what do you guys think about that? Is how much should you tell someone? When should you tell them? I well, mean, how, how long has she been dating him for? Two months. I think they're the hard part. Or not the hard part, but the basic situation in this is that when you date someone and you're whatever age, you've had a life before. Exactly. So you can't hide everything. And then if you if you choose not to talk about it, then if you're dating two years down the road, you're going to bring up this person that you dated, you know, three years ago. And they're going to be like, well, why didn't I ever know about that person? Because it's going to seem like you're hiding it. No, I think I think it's good to have a general discussion of like. You know, oh, when I lived, you know, once you've been dating, I think for like six months and you're, and you're getting to a little bit of a comfortable phase to say, oh, you know, when I lived in Chicago, I, you know, went out a couple times with this guy and, and just, just so that they know that person existed. It doesn't have to be a sit down of like, I dated, um, like opening up the X files. Right. Like there doesn't have to even be an actual, like, you know, file of it. Yeah. Just, but, just well, kind of throw the papers around your office, and when you get to them, you get to but, them. But it sounds like a situation has popped up. So yes. this is like the first hump. You've started dating. Uh, you're in a situation. You're getting angry about something. You don't want to have any tension continuing within the relationship. So I would say the next time that they do hang out, listen, I'm going to take a step back for one second. Her emotions are her own, and because she's been cheated on, doesn't mean that this person is going to cheat on her. Exactly. So she should she should go to a therapist and try to work on those issues for herself so that she doesn't project onto her new partners. But if she does have a close relationship with this guy, it's been two months, so they kind of know each other by this point. And they're pretty serious. Yeah, she can just say, you know what, I want to talk to you about something. Um, I know this is this is all on me and these are my emotions, but in my past, I, I have been cheated on. I just want you to know that. Um, and I just want you to know that when you did go out with a girl, this girl... Maybe she should make her own boundaries and rules of what she needs from that other person. I think person. that's what I said. You know, I'm like, you have to kind of... Make it really clear. And I said, get everything that's been on your mind out in the open now so you don't feel like you're holding anything back or like that she's going to discover anything. If there's people that you're still seeing, still talking to, those hanger-ons. Because I, I found like once I got in a relationship, all those like friends of mine who I thought were friends kind of faded away. And you realize they weren't really right. friends. Do you know what I mean? It's right. like... Well, there's a difference between like emotionally puking on a person and telling them about who you are. Yes. I think that like, you can slowly reveal who you are by giving them tidbits 
bits of information that that comes from like a really mature point of view where you understand what's happened to you in the past and you understand how to navigate through that in the future, but you're still going to fuck up a little bit, um, as opposed to, oh, my ex-wife is such a bitch. She did this, 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 and this. Like emotionally puking on a person and dumping all of these negative emotions. There's So there's two different ways to express talking about your exes. Yeah, and I don't feel like you have to divulge everything. I and mean, what do you think, Nathan? I don't think it's a good idea. To like I divulge steer, everything? Steer clear yeah. of that. Now, what, what good does it do? Well, this is this is typically a male response because I remember when I first started dating my husband. For Very me, typical. I would ask him questions about his last relationships so that I could I just know who he is. I know if he's a cheater. I know if he's loyal. I know if he's committed. I know like how he felt about her. What the what the problems were so that I don't repeat those problems. So for me, it was gathering information so I could get to know him better. But um, my husband didn't want to share it. Like, I don't want to know though. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to know anything yeah, they, about your past. I was really. on your page. I kind of feel like you shouldn't have to tell them everything. To this day, oh, I don't, you don't have to. You know, it's like if there's something that's bothering bothering them now and it comes up, then I'll say, you know, yeah, I did this person. We're still kind of in touch, but I can cut it off if you want. But I feel like opening up all that stuff and being like, here's what happened with just this puts person. too much crap in your head yeah. to yeah. think about and. It's just no fun. It's For really me, interesting. It's not. I don't want to think about that. It's yeah. interesting because it's weird, this week, right? Yeah. This weekend, my boyfriend and I were talking about that stuff we don't normally do because we've been together for five years, and so we already kind of been there, done that kind mm-hmm. of situation. But this weekend, for some reason, I got intrigued, and I was like, "Tell me more about the girls you went out with," just because I find it funny. I picture. I, well, now you're deep into your relationship. Point. It's different. But I wanted to know everything. Yeah. I was like, now you, Sex can, and everything? now you can ask. Everything. I wanted to know really? everything. And I've, I've asked before, but I kind of like maybe forget details or something. And so I asked him, I'm like, everybody, just go through everyone you've dated, everything. And he said, and so I said, well, when I, and he's like, I don't want to know. Yeah. And we didn't talk one <laughs> instant about anything with my past. He didn't really? want to know. I mean, he kind of knows somewhat, but he really doesn't want to know. It's been five years and he doesn't know. That's how it is for me, too. Exact same thing. But I want to know everything. It's just more curious because then I can put together a picture of who this person is. Yeah, absolutely. You all can handle that. Like, we want to try to act like, oh, we're not jealous and this and that. But the moment we have a thought of you being with another man, it drives, it infuriates us. Right. It drives us fucking crazy. It's hilarious. Oh, it does the same things to us, too. But it's better I I, for me. It's I, I would be intriguing. It's intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. See, well, for me, I'd love to like. Th- I'm like, really? Like, what was that like? Was the sex good? Like, I've asked him everything. Oh, me too. I pretty much like coach. <laughs> well, I usually just say, "What kind of hoe was that?" Like, I just <laughs> even if they just went on a date, I'm like, "What a whore!" Oh, what a whore. But it's in a fun way because right, you're moved on. At this I've point. actually like, <laughs> I've talked to my husband about his last relationship and why it didn't work out, and then I tried to take her point of view to sort of explain where she was coming from, <laughs> right. and he's like, "Are you trying to convince me to get back?" together with her I'm like well maybe you should it sounds like it was a really good relationship that that got screwed up because you didn't understand each other but like it is it is interesting because you you, I think that for me I get to see another side of the man who I'm dating so it's nice to know all that information about them it's like nice to know how they handled something like why they broke up just to have that history on them I don't know like what it does to me we keep that little history in a box with a knife in it just in case but it calms me down for some reason knowing that information. I'm not sure why or what it is, but it definitely calms me down. I get that. Yeah. Absolutely. Such interesting yeah. creatures. Well, yeah. the thing is, too, these exes can come out of the blue. Um, they can, you know, there's Facebook. There's so much right. contact that they can have. And so you want to just make sure that a foundation is laid where if that happens to come up, it's nothing surprising. That would be my... Yeah, I yeah. agree. And I think if you're still in contact with someone, like, you need to explicitly talk about that. Like, mm-hmm. look, like, is it does it bother you that we still... 
have coffee together or well, is that at, at what point do you do that? At what point do I, you I owe say, it to that person? I would say once you're exclusively dating. So whether that's a month, two months, but pretty early on in the relationship. I mean, okay. what do you think, Marnie? No, I completely agree with you. I think as soon as you decide that you are exclusive, um, yeah, you have to have conversations about how you interact with your exes or what your exes do mean to you so that the other person can feel better or feel more secure. And you can feel better about doing whatever it is that you're doing. Those are my thoughts. Damn. But overall, I, I would say, like, I, I do agree with you, and I feel like I got on a bit of a tangent in the other direction, but um, I feel like you don't need to reveal everything about yourself. Your information is your information, and over time, you'll slowly reveal that throughout yeah. your relationship. But within two months, if something like that is popping up for her that is causing that much anxiety, mm -hmm. then, yeah, she definitely has to bring it up to him in a, in a calm manner. Exactly like what you said to her. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, truth time. Have you, have has your significant other or ever asked what your number is? Yeah. Have you ever told them? Yeah. Have you? Uh, My boyfriend, like, you can't should, is that count, like, into the negative. Is that something so, people yeah. still ask or still share? I've always wanted to know that. I owe, have you not asked? Is that why you're asking? No, we've never, you haven't? we've never really? shared. That. And you're engaged. No. I'm engaged. We've never. I feel like that should be the question at, at the I don't engagement. know. No. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm totally joking. You're going to find, you're going to find out the night of your wedding and then the, it's going to be over. You're going to have a honeymoon and then you're going to move on with your life and get I back to I think I know his single. number, but he doesn't know mine. That's weird. Do you think it's lower than yours? His number? Oh yeah. Okay. Does that make, is that a prideful thing? No, no, not at all. I just always wondered if people share that. I've never. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys have never shared that. I know, that. right? I've shared that. I feel like I've shared it more you often. You guys have to come up. You have such intimacy in your Instagram photos that I feel like you should have shared this by now. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 in the pictures, into it each looks like you know. Do you guys yeah. like puke when you look at my Instagram? Probably. No, it's cute. But like, I would have oh, assumed. they're so in love. I would have assumed that information was like shared like years ago. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what my number is, to be honest. What do you think your number is? I have. Let's reveal it now. Ah. <laughs> Damn, it's all coming out. Um, that's going to be uh, next episode. Okay, there you go. Stay tuned. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so the conclusion for this chapter in the man's playbook is, you know, you don't have to give all your information about your exes. Your information is your own information. But if something does come up for you that's based on your past, Talk to the person that you're dating, explain your past situation to them, and explain what it could possibly do for you. And just you. never talk about how good her boobs were. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Perfect. Done. Her boobs Finito. are always better, yeah. Finito. <laughs> okay. So we have our lovely guest who just walked into the studio, Jeremy Rosumna, and he is going to be with us after the break, and we will also have him stick around for Analyze This. Hey everybody, it's Steve Austin, Joey Styles. Oh my God! The one-man play-by-play and color commentator who would single-handedly call some of the most violent, horrific, and spectacular matches in the short but illustrious history of extreme championship wrestling. Oh my God! At PodcastOne.com and iTunes. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Whatever. I love how they have the whatever in there. Whatever. I'm pretty sure that's me. Is it you? Oh, wait, I didn't so. hear that before. That was weird it's for new. me. I think we've had it like two weeks. But anyway, welcome back to the Ask Women podcast. Ooh, we're so whatever. Cool. 20 episodes in, we start ad-libbing. It's amazing. <laughs> so my introing, is that what I'm doing? Okay, so yeah. I we have, as you heard from the top of the show, we have a wonderful guest, a, a, a good friend of mine. Um, I'm so excited to have him here. It is Jeremy Rosamna from Fits and the Tantrum. Hello. How you you are out of my league. 
You're so excited. <laughs> I love it. I'm humiliating myself. No, <laughs> you're a badass, man. Seriously, you uh, guys are total fans. I it's love it. It's such a different vibe. Every day. It's such yeah. a different vibe when you get a comedian in here or like a relationship expert or a musician. The musician comes in, he's like, you know, like, I'm cool. I'm wearing like a hat. It's a, I don't need tequila. your approval. Like, we're so desperate for approval. You're just like, <laughs> whatever, man. Yeah. I drink like, tequila. Listen, dude, we're all, you know, God's children. In this <laughs> exactly. I love it. Dang. Well, I listen, like I, I kind of mentioned this already, but I listened to you guys at the Adam Carolla party. Yes. And you guys were the cool people there, you know, because it's like the musicians aren't like super always into like the Corolla style. You know, it's more like just everyday dudes wearing like, you know, button, like striped button ups. Yeah. And then you guys were there and it was like fits with like the hipster glasses on. And I saw you guys kind of wandering around and I didn't know you were there. Like, really, who are these douchebags? No, they're oh. You bring them on. Well, at the time I said douchebags, but now I'd say cool yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, the best part was when Ron Jeremy came up to me and said, you have a cool name because... That is my cool. My name is Jeremy. Right, because he's like, because yeah. I'm so busy looking at my own penis that I yeah. noticed your... I interviewed yeah. him a while ago, and he had, like, wax on his face. Do you remember? Wax on his face? I, didn't, I don't know about wax. It was, it was, it's it called dripping. It was, it was, it was, it literally must have been semen or so much hair gel. It looked like wax. All I know is he uh, he fell asleep twice during the party. Like, there was this little... Cat, he, was, like, yeah. he was sitting behind the guy from the Bunny Ranch. I didn't know that. In, in, yeah, he's like just as much of a pervy guy. Oh, okay. Um, but it was amazing. So I took a picture of Ron Jeremy and the guy from the, like the Bunny Ranch from Nevada, where the, it's like a, it's like a. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Show. Or, yeah, that's a, it's a, yeah, it's a television show. I Showtime can show you guys a picture from that party that'll. And I took it while they were watching it. you, <laughs> and what, I was like, "What is it? A picture of?" Uh, it's better just shown. Yes, explained. I want to yeah. see it, and then it's going on. I mean, Instagram. I'm not in it or anything like that. It's just. It's even better. It's Ron Jeremy doing funny things. Not but his character, he now it sounds okay. worse. So, yeah. so thanks for tuning in, everyone. Jeremy Our show's over now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to see, see what this picture is. The last thing I'll say about Ron Jeremy, no, actually, I'll talk um, for the rest of my life about Ron Jeremy, but I saw him in Santa Monica riding a bicycle. Riding a bike. Like this innocent little boy. It was so cute. It was like a low little bike, and his like, <laughs> hair was blowing in the wind, and he's just pedaling. His knees were going up too high. He's actually really sweet. I, I said I interviewed him and at this Jackass premiere, and he played the harmonica for me and sang You Are My Sunshine. It's called wow. You Are a Vagina. No, he like, no. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, he's so sweet. Oh, no, he just totally wanted to like sit there and talk and just be creepy. He's but... really into comedy. He's like always at the improv and whatever. But anyway, yeah. fits <laughs> tantrums. You're here. Yay. Uh, you have... Jeremy, we could keep going. Yeah. No, you have Kristen all excited. I've never seen her this bubbly. I love it. Well, like, like you know, you guys are the first actual album I've l- fully listened to in probably two, three, four years. So I'm like not really she into music anymore. Thanks. You know, I kind of stick to like the old, like Frank Sinatra and yeah. older things. And then all of a sudden I heard you guys. And then I was like, sweet. Cause I've been, if you look at my Spotify, it's like everything from 1997. Yeah. And then it's you guys or 1964. You know? It is a compliment. Yeah. She does mean that. It's a once I think once we become adults and I'm not saying, I don't know how old you are. So I'm not, but <laughs> not I'm just saying, I'd be, but it's, I don't know. I find it harder and harder to care about. Other music. music. So, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of great stuff out there, though. Which See, I, I'm like a ninja. I love finding new stuff. Yeah. Digging around. Well, it's easier than ever. I mean, this is the time to discover new things. But I feel like great. you know more of less music now. It's like you don't even know where that band's from. You'll see them yeah. and you're like, oh, that guy's black? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Like, and he crazy. plays nothing. He plays something else but rap. Yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing when I see them in concert. I have no idea. Like, well, yeah, you used to know, you know, like when you were, you know, you could look at album artwork and you used to have the physical thing and you could see, exactly. you know, and now I don't even know what, yeah, I don't know what I know. people look like. I don't know anything about them. I just know the one, I don't even know the names of songs. They'll be like, they'll name like a, my That's favorite true. band and they'll name the song. I'm like, what's, which one is that? And they're like, it's the huge and they'll start 
singing. I'm like, all right, I just don't know the titles. It's embarrassing, right? Yeah. This is the and that fits in the tantrips. The only album artwork that I know, um, it's a heart. Yes. In like the woods, but actually, it f- it's fitting because there's a heart, and we're talking about love. Yeah, but it's in yeah. the woods because it's mysterious. Right. Ooh, and lonely. Mysterious. And dark. Love. This is a wonderful segue, guys. Yeah. Because I wanted to talk to Jeremy about you and women. That's what this uh, show is about. Ladies. That's a complicated subject. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I want to yeah, hear tell all us about, about it. it. But like, because because you okay, listen for other guys who are listening. They're like, oh, this guy's a rock star. It's so easy for him. And so we want to find out: is it easy for you? Has it always been easy for you? Did it get easier? And what's your current situation? <laughs> And no. we're women with a million questions at once. Yeah. Uh, where do we start? How, um, how how has it been in the past? Like, let's say pre rock star. Pre rock always star. With women? Like when I was working in the mail room at New Line Cinema, like delivering people's mail to them. Yeah. That's pre human. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was the chrome and yawn. No, but I want I want to hear about that time too because for me I see you and I see a confident person and I've I've known you for nine years now and I've always seen that person but has that person always I mean existed? I I don't know if he exists now <laughs> but really um, yeah no it's all everything's you know but that's the thing it's it's everything is smoke and mirrors and once you realize that about yourself you realize that that's how it is about everybody yeah, yeah. you can never really get to We're a point in life where you're just yeah, yeah. everyone totally faking <laughs> everyone's it. terrified yeah i'm terrified right now in this moment doing this podcast <laughs> but, but she's uh, making eye contact with you so that's a big deal yeah no i just mean in general but yeah tell us yeah. about i feel like we're really dancing around the subject what's your current situation are you are you dating anyone um, specifically I'm it's it's we, you know one that we've spent this band has been together for almost five years yeah and uh, we've been on the road for like four and three quarters of those five years. So you feel like you've been in a relationship with the band. I've been in a relationship with the band, which is that's, you know, we we're talking about insomnia because, you know, you come back home and like we were on a little, we haven't had a break for more than three days in a long, long time. Wow. And we're actually on a break right now. And uh, yeah, all of a sudden that's why I can't sleep at night because I'm just awake and I'm like, what the hell <laughs> is am it? I doing? Like, where am I? <laughs> Have you where had? Where am I? A relationship at all during your time on tour? Is it really tough to? It's tough. That? I mean, it can be done. It's not, you know, it's not them. It's me. It's uh, <laughs> I, I've tried a couple times, but it, it is definitely harder when you're gone, and it takes a special person. The funny thing is, like, the ironic thing is when you meet a woman and they find out what you do, and then you try to go out. Of course, naturally, they're suspicious, and they're like, "All right, you're going on the road. You're going to be meeting all these girls. I mean, you know, how can I trust you?" But the ironic thing is that. We're actually on the road completely alone. Um, like we, you know, we do a show. We, it's, not it's like some, being a trucker on the road. Might, it's yeah. not that romantic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we leave like two hours after the show. So, I mean, at best, you might meet people, but that's it. And also, our audiences are so young, especially now with the new album. Like, I look out there and I'm like, these people are like 18. Like, that's, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's crazy, you know? So, I'm such a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah. And so, the funny thing is, We'll be on the road and then we're on the bus trapped in our little bunk on the bus, you know, trying to sleep at night. And we're thinking about our girlfriend at home and the fact that she's home every day and with around the same people. Like, let's say there's always that, maybe that guy in the office who's like, oh, yeah, you're dating a musician. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I must get lonely. I'm like, well, yeah, he's gone a lot. He's gone all the time. Like, yeah, well, uh, hey, listen, if you want to, I don't know, you know, if you want to go out, maybe we could see a movie or something. I understand it. Get a boyfriend. You know, there's that whole thing going through our head. Yeah. She's going to, you know, some guy's going to swoop her up at home. And we're actually, you know. So have you found girls are flocking a little bit easier knowing your position? Or is it the same? I'm a keyboard player. No one really cares. Yeah, we were saying that at the beginning. (laughs) It's Revenge of the Nerds. The keyboard is the coolest, though. 
I mean, I think it is, but thank you. But My I mean, boyfriend's like, a keyboardist. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. They are. Yeah, and cool. you have good fingers. Don't women know this? God. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, that's the funny thing. You'll be like calling your mom like, hey, I'm going to be on TV. You should everyone tune in. And <laughs> then it's like all them. they ever show is the hands <laughs> if you're the keyboard player. They <laughs> right. love showing keyboard players' hands. <laughs> right, that's right. true. Oh, really? Maybe <laughs> if I'm in a shot behind the singer, like, you'll get a glimpse, you know. So. Right. I want to go back to what you were talking about before yeah. about, like, girlfriends having difficulty with you being on the road. Yeah. So you've obviously had this experience because you, yeah. you played with uh, Macy Gray yeah. before, right? So you've been an artist for a very, see. very long time. Um, <laughs> and traveling. So what have you what have you done to help that situation to help make a woman feel more calm about you being on the road mm, I think all you can really do is this all you can do is just talk you know and communicate and just be honest and I think I think everybody it's sort of like that book blink that Gladwell book I mean yeah, uh, most communication is nonverbal I mean I think you ultimately whether you know it consciously or not you can tell if somebody's being honest yeah Absolutely. And all you can do is be honest, you know, and hope and hope they're being honest. I mean, yeah, for we're sure. We're just as scared as you. That's a really good message. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like spiders. Like whenever I was going to say, exactly. People always like say that. They're just they're scared more afraid of like, you than the Euro They don't even that. know I'm there. Not yeah, when they're exactly. I killed a hairy spider the other day and it was, I, he was not terrified of me. It's <laughs> called your vagina, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. just took a weird turn. I didn't know we can do all totally that on the show. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can say whatever you want. You can talk about. Free it up. Can I say Ron Jeremy's. Yeah. Yes, you can say fuck shit, everything. Yeah. It's amazing. I want to hear more about you with women in the past. And you're deflecting from the oh question. Oh, my God. Well, wait, what's the question? The question is, like, did you ever have confidence issues with women? Like, Hell you... yes. Okay. Well, tell me about what it. What do you mean, did I? Well, we have a lot of <laughs> listeners. Okay, so do yeah. you? It never ends. It hasn't changed since no. the whole... It doesn't change. You just have, you know, it's everyone's got, everybody, every man and every woman has tools that they work with. And they know there's, you know, everyone's got their persona or their little thing they fall onto, they fall back on, you know, like... Something and you know, and everyone knows maybe they have one or good one or two good features or one or two cool personality traits or <laughs> a cool car or a, anything. You know what I mean? Like and everybody has some angle that they're working. I mean, every single person in this yeah. room or I'm looking at you right now. I know, I'm thinking about like I can see my... your 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 gears turning, You're like what do I work? I got a great yeah. lazy eye. I don't know if that yeah. counts. <laughs> That's true, so though. so then okay, so, so let's say there was a, a woman that you were attracted to and you're on the road and you right. see her, what would you do? Well, first of all, I would tell the limo driver to pull over. Like, <laughs> see, you no, have a leg up. That's amazing. <laughs> That's great. I'm on the road. I it's, see a lady. I want to talk to her. Yeah, but you're, cause let's say you're, uh, where would he be? After a show. Yeah, after a Iowa, show. Iowa, somewhere. No, but then he's at his show. So That's like, let's true. say you're in Starbucks. Let's say you just, like, there's no limo. Yeah, that's there's a nothing lot more. to say you are I, a celebrity. I, I don't know if I've almost ever cold, like just gone up to a woman cold and started talking to her. It's, really? I don't know if that's even happened. I've definitely never been to a bar where I've like seen a lady walked up to her and said, "Hey, how you doing?" Really? No. Oh wow. Is it just not your style, or does it intimidate you? I'm scared you? shitless. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the most I've ever done is like keep you know, that limo in your pocket. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just like have your tour laminate, like just wear it to the bar. <laughs> you just pull it out oh, like oh, Wayne's yeah, World, yeah, yeah, so, you know, yeah, backstage yeah. pass. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, no, uh, I've never done. The most I've ever done is like you know, if you're, it's a crowded bar. And so everyone's being kind of pushed together, and then oh, sorry. you say, "Oh, sorry, oh, 
oh, hey. Uh, and then, I don't know. I didn't even know how to start a conversation. <laughs> but I you, love that because, you know, no matter, like you were saying, no matter, we're all faking it. So yes. you guys listening, like, there's never that point that you get to where it's the top of the mountain and you just rule never everything. Happens. No, you could be in a big rock band going on Conan and yes. Ellen this week at, on the 14th and 16th. And or <laughs> the next number week, one alternative band. Literally. Number one. And yeah. still be, you know, and still be scared shitless. So it's always a process, no matter where you yeah. are in life. For sure. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Basically, what I'm saying is you have no hope. Because but, if you're in a rock band and you can't do it, then <laughs> you you're never going to do it. But that's the thing that's kind of liberating, too, is once, for me anyway, once I realized, holy shit, I'm going to curse as much as possible now. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Fuck yeah, bring well, it we on. We just got a complaint on iTunes about the cursing. Oh, so they should get, they should well, stop listening. Yeah, well, they need to, last um, episode we a lot, though. They should yeah, watch yeah, PBS then if they don't want swearing. Yeah. But, uh, and still shop on Amazon Link. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, no, but it's it's liberating at that point because you're like, wait a minute. If everyone's freaked out, nobody's really cool, nobody's really confident, it's all just a game. And then you, yeah. then that's when you're like, right, you know what? Yeah. Anything goes. That's when I don't feel comfortable flying because I'm like, if, if pilots are even faking <laughs> it, like, yeah. things, yeah, you realize. Oh, <laughs> well, sure. they have certain tools. That's the whole thing. They have knowledge. Actually, though, I don't fly. know. I hear a lot about the whole air traffic control situation. Oh, I know so it's I. off topic, but it sounds like every single time you're in a plane, you're all, you're going to die. Yes. I, I know. I, I, and, and being off topic, I was in a plane once um, in Dallas when I was 16, and we were in like a big jet, and another one was taking off at the same time. And so we were both, we were basically on a collision path on the <gasps> runway. I'm not kidding. And the pilot, it was like, I saw, basically, I didn't, I wasn't on the right side of the plane. And I just all of a sudden felt the brakes. And we all basically, <gasps> our heads basically all went forward, like hit the seat in front of us. And then all of a sudden, a plane just went <gasps> zoom. And I saw it in the window. And it was basically like, we almost collided, collided and died. Yeah. yeah and the guy, the pilot, the guy, I call the pilot the guy. He's like, hey, I'm the guy. And, uh, but he came over the, <laughs> the speaker and just was like, that air control guy's fired. And we sincerely apologize. Oh, but wow. that was, Luckily, he's like, luckily, I'm so great. And, and luckily, luckily left and right. They admitted what happened? Yeah, he just basically, I mean, it was so, sh we were at a full takeoff speed. And that plane went, ur, ur, ur. I mean, we went, you know, it was very scary. So, yeah, anyway, we're all close to that. We're all faking it. Yeah. Do, you, do you ever wish that you could be that guy who could just go up to any girl? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, <laughs> you find the other, you to do other members. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you meet guys, though, in other bands that do have the swagger and the confidence and, and don't seem like they're faking it? Uh, there's those guys that just girls love to go up and talk to. Girls go up and talk to them. Right, right, right. It doesn't usually happen. What was your experience like growing up in high school? Did you have, have girlfriends then? Was it was dating a big part of your life? I think like, uh, I mean, let me think. In high school, I don't know. I was a bit of a nerd in high school. Like I would basically, it's ironic that I'm on stage for a living now because I actually started playing piano Mostly so that at lunchtime I could just run to the piano room and be right. alone and play piano. Really? Right, right. Although there was a side of me that also did it because I wanted to meet girls. Because like it's a good, yeah, it's a good tool. To, like you said, tools. <laughs> yeah, That's a, really yeah. attractive. Well, the first time I sat down and I mean, I don't know, whatever, I'm gonna date myself here, but whatever. I was, uh, you know, I was in school and I, I played a Prince song on the piano. I walked in one day and started playing a Prince song. You got late. It was right before there. the teacher walked in. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like ten girls. <laughs> she comes in naked. She's still in jail. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the teacher. I have, I have four kids by her, but the teacher. Um, yeah, no, but all these girls like literally started screaming and like ran around the piano, and I was like, okay, maybe this, this is it. Yeah, I like it. But now, you know, now they just show my hands, so it, yeah. didn't, it didn't work out. <laughs>
you get manicures? Do you have a lot of no. girls who, once they do, yeah, that's a good question. That's actually, I should. Yeah. No, you look all rustic. No, no clean hands. That now that they do know that you are a part of a big band, do you do you find that? Like girls approach you and want to use you in some way. Yeah, I mean, it's not that. I mean, I don't. It's not like I'm a recognizable guy. I don't. I mean, I could literally walk off stage after a show, and unless I'm wearing like a bright hat or something that says I'm the band. That says like <laughs> I'm. I'm with this. Yeah, like no one. I mean, I can literally walk into the crowd and maybe one person like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. But although they usually think everyone gets me it's mixed up with the sex player. That's kind of famous, player. though, right? Isn't it? Because you can kind of have your life. And anonymity, but yeah, yeah still you can be still, on TV. Like, you still do your thing, but you're not like, you know. Yeah, I mean, unless you're like Fitz is obviously recognizable because he's got the swoop. So when he wants to not be recognizable, he just wears a hat. Yeah. yeah. And then even people don't even really know it's Fitz. And it's, but it's funny. We were doing a show recently. I find Fitz very handsome. What's that? I find him handsome. He's a, he's a handsome guy. Yeah. He just <laughs> had a baby, too. Then I don't find him handsome anymore. No, it's okay. I find um, him more handsome from that. Me yeah, too. exactly. No, I mean, I just hate babies. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I don't usually, I'm not crazy about babies, but this is a pretty cute, damn good looking baby. baby. Quiet and peaceful. Even I didn't even as a newborn? Because newborns can be aliens. He was nine days old when I met him, and he, I'm like, this kid's already a he's heartbreaker. Awesome. Yeah. Really? Wait, he's I quiet. I want you to go back to what you were saying before, Sorry, before we got I know, to the Marty's baby like tangent. I know. So we, we're just like excited right now. So we're taking you the, uh, in different directions. Yeah. <laughs> Shutting down. Damn yeah. it. They shut down right before I was going to get into politics. Damn it. The time. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you were going to say something before. Okay. Gr- uh, high school? It was girls. It was high school. Oh, girls using oh, yeah. you. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is now, of course, it's not like, like I said, it's not like I'm famous, but, you know, but being involved in something or whatever. And this happened in the Macy days, too. Uh, it was just weird. Well, like, for example, I was talking about the mailroom before. Like, I used to deliver all these people's mail. And, of course... That's so typical. Yeah. To go from mailroom to... Yeah. But I used band. to have a crush on some of these... You know, there were a few people that worked there that I liked. They seemed really nice. and So you have low standards? <laughs> no. They were cool, like, you know, but they were, like, executives. So they don't yeah. talk to them. Right, right. They were nice, and they would give me the pat on the head. And, of course, they would never look in my direction ever. How did that make and, you feel? Did it did it push you further away from wanting to date to 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 go out there? What do you mean when I, at that With point? With the way they you know just kind of being overlooked. Oh, uh, no, nah, it makes you try harder, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. the Good. funny thing was, but a year later, you know, this thing happened with the whole Macy thing, and all of a sudden, those exact same people. Hey, ended up like, nice so, to meet you. Yeah. Jeremy, right? Yeah. Exactly. But what did you think about that? <laughs> did you like it? Um. You know, I thought it's funny because I thought I would like it, and um, and it just, actually it, just made me more paranoid. It makes you—it like makes you feel yeah. a little bit sad about the human condition. I don't know because exactly you feel that yeah. need. Oh, now now you're nice to me. Yeah, yeah like, like okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I what are you dated what? all of them just to? <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, I, I'm just stick it to them. It didn't happen. What are your dating goals in the future? Do you want to get married and settle down? And- I think I want to get married and settle down. Kids. I'm afraid I'm like the kid afraid thing. of it, that seems that seems tough. Although, yeah. you know, I can see one of kids to too. picture kids until you find the right person. Though, it, right? That's what it's I was about like, to say. I don't know about raising a child with an invisible. Yeah. Person. Right. <laughs> there was one time I was in love with someone enough and that I understood the feeling of looking at that person and saying like, I, I, I want to make I a little it. us, you know? Yeah. Aw. But, uh, that. well, that's a good us. place to end this little well, interview. Yeah. Well, Aww. actually, can we ask, ask you really quick? We were sure. talking about exes at the beginning of the oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your take on discussing your past history when you're dating someone new? And when should you bring up the history? What point in the dating? Well, okay. So, you know, obviously there's that alleged golden rule, never talk about your exes. But I think that's kind of bullshit. I think in some ways you have to 
because it informs who you are now. And especially if there was a really traumatic thing that happened. Yeah. So I think it's, it's okay to talk about exes, but, uh, I think that if you, especially at the beginning, if you, and if you find that you're talking about the exes a lot and that's, yeah, and you find weird. that that becomes the main topic of conversation, right. uh, it's, you know, that'll drive things into the ground. South. Good yeah. answer. I agree. Yeah. That's a really good, good answer. answer. Good answer. who you are. Yeah, we were talking about <laughs> yeah. earlier. So we have this segment that's called Analyze This, and okay. I know that you're here to stick around for it, which is fantastic. Yeah. So Analyze This, people send in questions, okay. and, and we answer them. It's really not that exciting. Do you guys but... write the questions and pretend they're from us? <laughs> yes, we do. You busted us. <laughs> uh, but anybody, if you want to ask questions, whether you're a man or a woman, we love answering questions for, from uh, both genders. Hermaphrodites, even. Yes, yeah. from, yeah, exactly. Everything. Exactly. Write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. So our first question is from a woman, and it's from, I think her name was, oh, I didn't even put her name down. It's Carly. She just sent it in. I saw an email from a girl, and I was like, yes, let's have a female mm-hmm. question. So she um, wrote this she wrote this. So I met this guy on Tinder about a week ago. We've been texting back and forth. We joked about going to the Grand Canyon. But after the government shut down, I said to him, Get, uh, guess that's out seeing as national parks are closing down, too. We will have to find something local and legal. I think she's funny. All, go- funny. Yeah. All going along with our I'm just reading it horribly. All going place. along with our banter. Then he asked, what is there to do? This is what followed. So she actually like copied their text no, messages. Oh, now I'm invested. Oh, wait, but I mm-hmm. cut off these text messages. Okay, so now I'm going to read it from my email. Okay, so this is what uh, he wrote. Because she had said... Uh, shoot, hold on one second. Okay, he said, Where should, what should we do? And he said, uh, why? I'm the foreigner. He's from New Zealand. Uh, I don't know what there is to do here. Give me some options. So she wrote, haha, you may be the foreigner, but you're also the man. And we did meet on a dating... I like Carly. On a, yeah. on a dating-friendly app. And if this is considered a date, then it's up to you. Get to Googling, LOL. And then she said, but if that's not cool, I know a few places. And he wrote, haha, I can't really argue with that logic. I'll figure something out. And then her next message was, I guess it, it would be considered a date. Smiley face. And then she wrote saying, was I being too pushy or just going for what I want? Thanks for your help. I loved it. No, absolutely. I thought it was fair and balanced. And but, funny. She no, had I thought a, it was good. She had a so decent too. And she gave him an out. She was yeah. like, look, if you can't figure it out, I can do it. And I get that he's a foreigner, but it's like kind of fun to have yeah, him. Yeah, it's like you're foreign, not blind. <laughs> you know? like <laughs> It's not that tough. I agree with that. But even when I was reading it, for some reason, I, I like, she had the ha-ha-ha in the very beginning. Um, but it was, for, for some reason, a little bit stern and then went into like uh, saying, but it's okay afterwards. I like what she wrote. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I love, but you are also the man. And we did meet on a friendly dating, on a dating friendly app. For a minute, I don't, it I don't sounded know if I like she yeah, was going to lecture yeah, him. Like, but, but then she did get the, do the LOLs and she said, but it's okay. I'll, I could also figure something out. So she sort of backed off of it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm okay with what she wrote, but I think he was too because he seemed to say, okay, like I can I can't really argue with that. Um, they it's, sound it's great. Totally What's gonna the be a date. Yeah, yeah so I think I w- Carly's just looking for approval of of yeah. what she wrote. I think so too. I think he responded really well, unless he just like disappeared after. It's probably yeah. indicative of her personality, you know, being a little bit stern but playful. So yeah. she'll probably get what she wants, but as long as it doesn't go down a road of lecture, I agree lecture, with what you're lecture. saying. Though I think secretly, I think she's actually a very stern person. Yeah, she's trying, yeah. To, trying to she's be trying to like playful. mitigate it right now, but right. if they actually up as a couple he's gonna right it's like saying like he's yeah. like, screwed it's like do this for me now hello <laughs> yeah. exactly. that's always how it is and like ha 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 smiley you're like question no. <laughs> like, I'm not, not laughing you're not covering it up no I agree with you guys so from what we all see 
maybe a little stern and maybe a little pushy. I wouldn't say pushy, but a little stern little for stern. sure. Maybe loosen up a little bit. Um, you definitely were going for what you want, and I think he seemed to respond perfectly. Yeah. yeah. That, that's my Now it's just going to depend if they look like their pictures. And yeah. I mean, this is interesting exactly. because he's profile. obviously here visiting if he's from New Zealand, and so what's their potential in this relationship going forward? Is she... Oh, gonna yeah. move to New Zealand? Like, yeah. I, I wonder what there is. Okay. Look at all these things you're putting onto her shoulders now. No, Carly, it's, it's good point. Yeah. She's gonna what have fun. What kind of a date is this? Yeah, if you, if you are gonna go on a date with someone who doesn't live like even remotely locally, have more fun with it. Don't be so For serious. Sure. See, that's exactly. why if it was me, I would just plan it myself. Not because it's not him being masculine, because he doesn't know where he is. It's a whole new experience. But you know what? That's you're true. Nice. Yeah. I think so. Carly. Awesome. Wait, do you know about Tinder? Do I know what? About Tinder? I think that was Maybe. the answer. No, <laughs> oh, it is the best app in the okay in the entire world. It uses your Facebook oh, picture, oh, so yeah, you can't yeah. even like fake your pictures because you can't pull them from like 1984 and say that's a right. current picture. Um, but it's like people. A, it's an app on your phone, and you go through. It's like uh, hot or not, whatever that mm-hmm. old game was before you play online, and you say whether or not you think somebody's hot. If you do say they're hot, and they say you're hot too, then you sync up and you're able to chat to but each other. But they're never so right. It's great because you never send them a message. Right, they don't. So they you can't get match until right. it's a match. Yeah. So right. then, if you theoretically, if you match up, then it means you both. Yeah, you both think they're attractive. Profile pictures can be deceiving. We all know yes, that. Yes, but sure. still, so can like somebody going out with their makeup on yeah. and seeing them the next morning. But <laughs> or um, a hat. It was your sister. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> exactly. All right. Next question. Hey, ladies, I love the podcast, um, especially your views and concept on subjects, and especially uh, the male blunt advice. Um, I'm 21 from London in uni. My question is about approaching women and escalating conversation to close deals. Since I'm in uni, most of the students, most students social gathering happens at clubs due to such environment, loud music, uh, girls in groups and being analyzed just on appearance. I'm not a super sexy guy, but I do dress to fit me and look good. It makes it hard for me to approach women when I'm finally able to approach them by some stroke of luck. I find it all right to make conversation but near impossible to escalate the conversation to a sexual level and close the deals given usually a short time period to do so. It's like, hey, when you're in the club, you want to get sexual? It's just like really <laughs> awkward to like, I like just your shout. boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sexual what? part could be a little... Your boobs. <laughs> I want them in my face. <laughs> so my question is, how do you approach women in clubs or parties? And how do you escalate conversations to a sexual level to close deals? Again, I love the show uh, and keeping doing what you do. Oh, keep on doing what you do, George. A lot of the questions that we've gotten George. from people from overseas in England have yeah. talked about clubs. Yeah, it is a, a big concern. I wonder if they're there. a little classier over there. <laughs> or less classy. But, like, I mean, you're in England. you got to be like, do you want tea in the club <laughs> yeah. or something? But We think they're classier. Yeah, I just imagine them. I'm hoping they're classier. <laughs> it's so hard. I don't know. I don't go to clubs and whatnot. So, I, God, I would love <laughs> someone with that perspective in here because well, I think... Well, we talked about it before, didn't we? I yeah. mean, we said, like, when you're actually at a club, you're not going the to... club. When you're in the club, you're <laughs> not really going to be able to talk to them there. So, we talked a little bit about, like, you're Dancing, distracted because like you might interacting with them, having fun, and then I would say take it outside somewhere where yeah. you can actually talk. Or get it shot. helps if you're a smoker, which I'm not because I hate smoking. But I like the idea of like a smoking break. I yeah. know you should be like, hey, you want to hey, go outside have a cigarette and then go and be like, I don't really smoke. Yeah, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually a good move. In Europe, though, they're smoking probably a little more, so yeah. go out oh, and have a fag. Yeah, no, in England they'll they're smoking. Right. Yeah. So, well, Nathan, what do you think? Not really. No, my only experience in clubs was when I was working, like DJing or with the radio station. And at that point, it, you have a little bit of an advantage. He's the yeah. DJ. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But no, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Come on. Sorry. Somebody's got to add something. Okay, we've talked about this a million times before. The best yeah. thing to do when you're at a club is literally just have fun. You're there, and that's your number one goal, Dance. is to have a freaking good time. Whether you're a good dancer or a bad dancer, have a blast, and honestly, women will come to you. I don't think that's true. Okay, go on. Explain. <laughs> if you're a bad dancer, I don't think they'll come to you. What are you <laughs> talking about? Oh, uh, you're I ladies, though, it. so who the hell am I? Well, we've I talked about that. I'm a bad dancer. Yeah, unadulterated, vulnerability, fun, okay, easygoing. Yeah. They're yeah. not concerned about looking cool. It is very attractive. It's sexy. Okay. Like, All even right. if I saw Ron Jeremy, like, doing the shimmy shake or something <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I'm also seen flop. His, his junk. <laughs> Right, and like movies, that guy's so, good in bed, yeah. so I know. <laughs> no. But the, but I yeah. think the thing with dancing, though, you know, he wants to talk to a specific person. The chances of a girl coming up to the guy who's dancing goofy doesn't seem to be really high. So, I think I think an approaching what is there's nothing wrong. I'm, if you're a know. bad dancer, you hang you're out like at freezing bars up. And what? And I want to hear what Kristen does. Yeah. I just think you know, approaching someone at a club is you know, you have a drink. It's like do you you know, the old times you could say, do you want to dance? Right. Nowadays people don't do that. So going up and just saying like, you know, can I get you a drink? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If well, there's he's no pressure, he's 21, so, so he's, it's a little bit different. So 21 year olds are. It's, he can it's buy great. a drink. Yes, for, for sure he can buy a drink, but it's it's not going to have. It's a little old fashioned. It's not old fashioned at all. I I'm just okay. So for for 21 year olds, like you just want to have fun when you're there. We had Jason Capital in here a really long time ago, and he was talking about being at clubs with girls. And what he does with them is he just plays games with them. Where he's like, "What do you think those guys are talking about? Are those guys hooking up?" Like he'll he'll incorporate her into his world. So I like they separate themselves at the club, and so you become a team. You yeah. become a team there, and you play along. And the way to escalate sexually, so escalate. Do you know what that means? Or? Yeah, but I think sexually <laughs> go to what second base. Sexual like, mean? Yeah. You need to escalate sexually like right away. Like he's kind of taking that. He means to take it to a sexual level so that the idea of sex is implanted in her brain and she starts looking at him so in a sexual friendly, way. Basically. So it's, yeah, it's not like oh we're gonna be friends and go shoe shopping. It's I'm going to be inside of you later this evening. <laughs> <laughs> How do we make that happen? Damn. Marnie. So, but it's about putting that message across to that woman to get her into that curious, excited phase where she is excited about the potential of something possibly happening later on with this guy. So the way to have that escalation happen is to, number one, play around, be playful, jokey, flirty, tease her a little Just bit. make it comfortable. Yeah, but then also, if you can if you can also show another side to you by slowing it down. I always do it to Haley every single time. <laughs> Don't like stop. Your, your voice tonality gets a little bit lower. Like your this. eye contact gets really like locked into hers. You can do the triangle move oh, yeah. on her, which whoa, is looking whoa, whoa, what's a triangle move? which is looking eye to eye, down to the mouth, back up to the eyes, and smirking. Really, that's good. Yeah. Eye to eye, down. Is this by, like by leaning in. Proven? Oh, absolutely. I had my husband even me. do it to me five years into our marriage, and it still, it still like, sent like butterflies all over my body. So yeah, it absolutely works. Ooh. So, but it, it's about taking a moment to actually slow things down, having that touch, like you know, rubbing her leg or the side of her of her arm or the <laughs> small of her boob. back. <laughs> right, or little harmless, <laughs> but but sort of because te- that's a test also. Because if she's like, hey, you know, exactly, and, and like, then hey. you can pull back and go into the flirting and bantering. But but that's how to to take it to another level. You have to show her there's this other side of you as well, uh, and then you can bring it back to the flirting and bantering if you want. So, that's my answer. I love that, Marnie. I love that's that. my answer. Okay, now I'm I like, oh, don't go crazy. I don't know why I have a password on my computer. It's it's so dumb. Like nobody's gonna hack into my computer and figure out like how to get that. girls. Uh, okay, so next question uh, is how do you know if you're not succeeding with women because you're using the wrong tex- techniques as opposed to because you're pursuing the wrong women? Robert from Lexington. 
I want to know what his techniques are that I he's know, so using, I. Robert. I need more information. How, okay. Yeah, that's true. We need more information. So then uh, send another but, email. <laughs> I guess, though, if it's the right, if it's not the wrong woman, if it's the right woman, then I don't know what the that techniques means. might not even. Well, like, how about, let's like, say, a woman who also is attracted to you? Yeah, I think you're right. going to know. It's like if you're using the right, if she's into it, you're going to know. That's the I thing. Mean, it, it, it comes down, you could even just bypass all questions, and it just comes down to being sensitive. And connected. I don't mean being sensitive like smelling flowers every day, which I do. <laughs> but sensitive to, just, but like, so, yeah, exactly. But, you know, being sensitive to the situation, just sort of being able to, at the same time that you're trying to pursue whatever goals you're trying to pursue, being sensitive to what's happening and yeah. everything, body well, language, the whole thing. Well, actually, I'm going to tell a story because I got hit on the other night. and uh, I told you. I didn't, what? I didn't know it was you at first. <laughs> it was very I'm awkward. Sorry. It was very awkward. But I was out with my husband. My husband went to the bathroom and like literally, literally two seconds later, some guy came on, uh, up to me and it was hitting on me and I had no energy to flirt back. But and I was you like, knew that your husband, that you were there with your husband? I don't know. I don't know if we saw like a guy leave balls. and I was just like, I, I don't know what's people. happening, but okay, I'm being hit on. Let's, let's use this for the show in some way. So let's see what happens. <laughs> so this guy was really nice. But he wouldn't listen to my answers, and it really pissed me off. So, you know, I'm very friendly when I talk to other people, and plus, I, I'm a wing girl, so I also like to help men who are approaching women. And he had them no feel idea like what he was getting into. Yeah, exactly. I know, poor guy. And I started schooling him on the spot. No, but I, he wouldn't listen to me. He said, "Where do you live?" And I said, "Ew, creepy." There was some, because we were talking about being on, from the west side okay. with each other, and I said, I live on this street, and he said, oh. Well, you give me your street? Yeah, because I was saying, like, but, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe I'm the really area. Good, like, the key is under the mat. I have, yeah. I have no Social skills anymore. Sneak in my window. And, like, come over at 9 o'clock tonight. Um, but, yeah, so he was like, oh, you live on this street, and said a totally different street, and I was like, no, 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 And then he didn't even hear me saying, no, 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 no. He just Ugh. kept repeating his street and saying, oh, I play volleyball at the end of this that street. You should come stop by on Saturday. And I was like, well, Anyway, my whole point being is that I think what this guy's asking is that if, if you, and what Jeremy was saying before, if you focus too much on techniques to use to interact with people, I think you stop yourself from actually connecting to them because you're, you're focusing on a routine more than actually listening to what they have to say or watching their body language or looking yeah. at the signals or even for you in your mind thinking, you know, what do I think and what do I want? So I would say to maybe stop focusing on techniques um, and focus on approaching interesting women that you find interesting and then really being a part of the conversation. Yeah, you can actually use the advice of the great Bruce Lee, who was not talking about this subject at all. <laughs> or maybe he was. <laughs> Probably. But his whole thing was he, he used to say, be like water. You know, I mean, he of course, we're not opponents, but he said, when my opponent expands, I contract. When my Ooh. opponent contracts, I expand. And when I hit, it's not me, it hits all by itself. And now we're not talking about hitting people either. <laughs> it's like the worst analogy ever, actually. But no, it's it true. But he was talking about being being flexible and being in the moment and being able to just... Be present. Yeah. yeah. Which is I think that's, the sexiest thing, actually. Yeah. Well, that and, you know, nice. No, but yeah. uh, <laughs> yes, I think that that's true. And that's a good point. You make a good point. Good. Okay, so Robert, sorry if we didn't answer your question. We needed a little bit more information, but I think that that was good information to provide to people. Great story. Sorry, and Marty, you still got it, so. I still got <laughs> it. Still I know. I know, right? I know my <laughs> husband came back. I'm like, he picked me up. <laughs> Wait, so he had, so when your husband came back, did the guy like slink away or had he already slunk No, away? he was there still. And he's like, oh, I'm not hitting on your wife. And I was like, yes, you are. <laughs> that's wow. awkward, right? No need, they need to hide back. it. Yeah. No need to hide it. Announce it. And then he left afterwards. Oh my God. And then we kept seeing him. And your husband didn't get, I, well, you guys are married, so it's cool. Yeah. I've been on dates where I've gone to the bathroom and like, 
come back and somebody's trying to hit on the girl and I, I, I'm not you like a fighter, down. but I just, that get is really, awkward, right? It's not even awkward. I'm just pissed. It's just, yeah, you know. it's like, come on, dude. It's like, yeah. you, you think she's here sitting by herself? <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you know, she's with someone. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I, mind your, oh, mind that brings your space. out my homicidal, you know. So how do yeah. you handle Rage. it when you... I get really quiet. Really? <laughs> he gets like the way he is now. I just like... <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it happened once and I was on... I was like in Canada, of all places. Everyone's oh. so nice in Canada. That my you never think, Right. You'd country, never think sorry. it would happen, yeah. But these guys, like as soon as I went to the bathroom, there was like a table for these four Russian guys and they were sitting next to our wow. table. Wow, Russians. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, as soon as I went to the bathroom, they were hitting on her and then I came back and I didn't know about it until... Right after they left, she said, you know, when you were in the bathroom, those guys were hitting on me. And I, I just got, I got really mad. That's interesting. So you didn't see them hitting on her. She told you. Yeah. So what do you think but, she I mean, was she's trying cool. to tell like, you? She, well, she wasn't, I mean, she wasn't into the guys and she was into me. And well, it was what cool. is she doing when she tells you these people are hitting on me? Protect me. Well, oh, you mean was the subcontext? The sub message is, hey, asshole, I'm attractive. So if you fuck this up, I'm going to be with someone else. Well, maybe a little I bit, but I, I have options. I have options. Well, that's I'm options. saying the same thing. And it, c- it could be kind of funny, like, hey, let's let's like share this moment and right. laugh about it together. But I got mad, not at her, but I just got mad at the dudes. You just hit her. Yeah, I just... Well, you <laughs> punch you her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop putting yourself out there that way. All right. Hey, ladies, love the podcast. I listen every week. I recently entered the world of online dating and was wondering if you had a few tips, pointers, or any good resources you could suggest. I had sent out a lot of messages, gotten a couple of replies, but can't seem to get a good conversation going, as most of the time, the replies I get are just a few words, answers, or something I can't really work with. Other times, I come across the profile of a woman I am interested in, but she doesn't really have much in our profile to comment on or it just says something to the effect of anything you want to know just ask what are some good ways to get flowing interesting conversations going online jordan all silence <laughs> <laughs> nobody here dates online no i don't but i've done some it. online dating. oh well let's hear about it so what are some great ways to strike up i don't know because i always strike out. nobody <laughs> nobody likes me on online dating what <laughs> i mean the thing is if you if you say something somewhat like you, like Marnie always says, changing the the expected response. Like if you go into a meeting and you say something to wake oh the, the primal right. brain, the primal brain. Yeah, there right. it is. So finding something that isn't cliche, right? Yeah, from that's genuine. Yeah, from from your own perspective, that you know, like, it, and you can also use Marnie's um, technique of OSHA. If somebody OSHA. said, if you want to know something, ask anything you want. I would just be like, where do like straw like like like, wh- like where how do the stars work? Like, I would ask the most absurd question. Right, like that's Change, where my brain right. goes to, so that it does. It catches attention. You have to remember that women are inundated with 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 floods of emails. Tell me if online. I'm wrong, but yeah, you guys are inundated with floods of, yeah. of really kind of lurid, spammy. Spam, oh, no, but I'm just saying, but just straight emails. up, yeah, like nice tits in the picture, baby. Yeah, right. Well, I or give just, I give the guys that I work which with which never works for me. <laughs> I found no. your profile interesting, <laughs> or like more yeah. generic, like hey, what's up? Or here's right. everything about me, my past experiences, my past relationships. What about you? Like, right. there's guys who write much. paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. But I tell every guy that I work with to go online and put a profile up as a woman, which I know dating sites are probably hating me that I advise. You also to do have this. to wear women's underwear while you do it. Yes, That's exactly, to get into character. Yeah, exactly. But no. <laughs> They see what happens to women and why they have their barriers up. And they that's can actually see. great advice. That's, yeah. Yeah, see behind them. I had a friend, yeah. a couple that's together now, and he they met online, but he made a fake profile that was so hilarious. He's a really, really funny guy. And it was, I think, about like a 
child pediatrician, but everything was like anti-kids and it was like, <laughs> hilarious. And she read it and thought it, this must be a comedian. So she reached out and they started talking and that's how they got together. And it was nothing to do with him. That's oh, great. I love that. But it was a really cool way that they got together and it was She's like, like, I hate kids too. Yeah, yes. <laughs> But actually, that part was true for him. But um, yeah, yeah. uh oh. Well, yeah. uh, no, but that's interesting. I would say for to, to answer his question, apply. I've, I'm sure you heard me talk about OSA before, and it's OSA is observation, sharing, and asking a question. It's a way for having conversation. It's the Wing Girl Method way of having conversation. And actually, on WingGirlMethod.com, you can check out. I have a whole video on how to do OSA and how to practice this tool as well. But it's the same thing for online. It's observe, share, and ask a question. But make sure that your sharing is not eight paragraphs long. It is make one observation about something in her profile, share something about how it pertains to you or why mm. you made that statement, and then open it up by asking an open-ended question so that it's not something like, do you like? It is what, how, when, where, and why. Right, so they have to give you more than a one-word answer. Yeah, and then also don't, and if don't women feel so rejected if you don't get responses back because women get so many emails and sometimes they're dating somebody else and they still have their profile up there or they're just not interested in you. And if a woman gives back a response yeah, or that is... you're just is... not attractive at all. So <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But if a woman responds with something that doesn't give you anything to go off of, that could be an indication that she doesn't have a great personality. Right. So you might not want to date her at all anyway. Yeah, does exactly. Dudville, you know? Yes. Yeah. And if you are doing online dating, try and cu- couple that with also doing um, mixers, singles mixers, because uh, writing is hard. You guys are writers, so you understand that it's really difficult because you have dynamic personalities and you can write. Some people just have great personalities but have no idea how to put that on paper. So if you can mix yeah. it up so you're having several different options of ways to meet people, uh, that would be fantastic. I have, uh, wait, where was the other question? Okay, so I have one question that's it's kind of funny. Why are women so mean online on Match.com? I am just trying to get a response and nothing. They always read the message and that's it. Never a response. I have sent more than 90 messages. I'm about to give up. Wait, the few wait, wait. responses Why are were all mean. Because he's angry. I, this is how I'm reading it. The few responses were all mean. Oh, like how dare you ask me to respond? What the F? Oh, I think you could read that same thing with a much nicer tone. Well, it's kind of like sending out a resume and never, ever hearing back. It's like going on auditions. Frustrating. Why are women so mean online on Match.com? I'm just trying to get a response and nothing. I like the bitter. I like bitter better than either way. Like either way, it's there's there's something emotionally charged about the way that you. I'm sure. Was it all caps? I mean, no. Maybe the messages he's sending are all caps. But 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 it is interesting. It is it is really hard. Online is very difficult. You have to really. Um, understand like what people respond to online. I'm reading this book called The Evolution of Desire right now. Um, Dr. Drew recommended it, so I had Sounds to read amazing. it so you wouldn't think I was a big freaking idiot, idiot next time <laughs> I saw him. Um, so uh, if I would actually go get a copy of that book because it explains to you like what women want and the 18 characteristics that they are looking for. And so for only you, 18. only 18, notes? we're very simple. <laughs> I can I can tell you the cliff note afterwards. Actually, we'll have a whole episode about it because I think it's really interesting. But um, if you can look to appeal to women from the point of view of what they're looking for, uh, instead of just you know throwing something up there, you may have a better chance with getting responses from women. And rethink the message that you're sending. If you are right. sending 90 messages, it's just like if you sent a resume out. Maybe there's typos. Maybe it's right. humdrum and they've seen it one Huge million times. They're the worst. I agree with you. Hate typos. Yeah. Um, and also maybe look into Tinder and all these other sites that are out there now. There's so many, so many other ways that you can kind of explore that. So yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think I the mean, last Tinder's thing. Tinder's really buggy and strict. 
I mean, not that I know. <laughs> so you've never heard of it. No. All right. Well, that wraps up this segment of Analyze This. If you have any questions, please send your questions into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Uh, men and women, please ask your questions. Jeremy, yes. thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for Tell people me. where they can see you and hear you. Uh, well, first of all, you can go to our website because it's got all our tour dates and everything on it oh, and cool. tickets. Website is? Fitsinthetantrums.com. And you'll be on Ellen DeGeneres on the 14th and yes. Conan on the 16th. Yes. You That's really so exciting. And you're going on tour cool. with Capital Cities. Capital Cities. Take headline. us, please. Yeah. Take me. Uh, and congratulations on the number one song, Alternative uh, Thank you. Yeah, one, we just guys. got the number yeah. one song, Alternative. Yeah. Now, now you are out of my league. <laughs> Seriously. You are so freaking right. out cool. of here. I'm <laughs> so happy to have show. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter, go to at AskWomenPodcast. Send in questions to ask at AskWomenPodcast.com. And download uh, new episodes of Ask Women on, every, podcast one. on Podcast One every Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women Podcast. Go to PodcastOne.com next week for a brand new show. Hi, I'm Marielle Hemingway. And I'm Bobby Williams. Are you ready to be better and feel younger? Are you ready to find your true self? Are you ready to step into the life you were meant to live? Let's do it together now. Join us for the Running With Nature show. Learn how to step into your life. Coming soon to podcastone.com. Podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.